Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And here we are on a Wednesday night, just hoping and praying that things would go back to normal. And yet with the riots and everything else that's going on, it's just highly unlikely. I turn to the news almost every day now, every morning, and I'm scrolling through my Twitter feeds, I'm scrolling through Facebook, And now it's just getting to the point where, yes, it's important to have awareness with everything that's going on and stand up for what you believe in and, you know, black lives matter and everything else. But now it's at a point where it's exhausting and it's depressing because this all started with the death of one man that didn't do anything wrong and it just spiraled way out of control. And it led to this. And it sucks. It really does. Because now, not only are we continuing to deal with the coronavirus issue, we're now dealing with this, which is a racism and a social issue. And it sucks to the point where you're like, okay, will the world ever go back to normal? It's pretty hard to say. And maybe, just maybe, give it a few weeks or so, everything will start to calm down. But with the small businesses being destroyed by these fucking animals that has nothing else better to do with their lives, it's really, really hard to say. But that's why I'm here, to try to not only provide entertainment, but to provide a distraction, to let us remind ourselves that no matter how dark shit gets, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And we just got to hope and pray that we can get to it no matter what. So let's just keep all of that in mind. This episode of the podcast, I'm going to do something a little different. With everything that's going on, I want to do a looking back episode, since I haven't done that in a while, on Static Shock. And I feel like with the world and how topsy-turvy and all this shit is going on and everything that's going on through, it felt like an appropriate thing to look back on a particular show back in 2000 and realized that it dealt with a lot of racial issues. So we're going to do that. We're going to dive back into looking at Static Shock. All that plus our supervillain quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get our shoutouts out of the way, shall we? The shoutout goes to the show from the CW, Batwoman. Now I know, I know, we've already done an episode on Batwoman and the whole Ruby Rose quitting as Kate Kane slash Batwoman. I've already done that, but now news just hits that there's going to be an entirely new Batwoman, a brand new character. So it's not going to be recasting a person to play Kate Kane slash Batwoman, no, it's an entirely new character. And some people are angry, some people are like, alright. This actually could be interesting. This could be good. And I just want to read a quick quote from the showrunners on this. Ryan Wilder, which apparently is the character's name, is about to become Batwoman. She's likable, messy, a little goofy, and untamed. She's also nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who wore the Batsuit before her. 
With no one in her life to keep her on track, Ryan spent years as a drug runner, dodging the GCPD and masking her pain with bad habits. A girl who would steal milk for an alley cat could also kill you with her bare hands. Ryan is the most dangerous type of fighter, highly skilled and wildly undisciplined. An out lesbian, athletic, raw, passionate, fallible, and very much not your stereotypical all-American hero. So, if this is the direction that the showrunners actually want to go through in terms of representing the LGBTQ community, I'm all for that. Is this going to work? I really don't have an opinion on it. All I gotta say is, let's wait for the execution, let's wait for the show to come out for season 2, and if it works, it could work. And if it doesn't, hey, that's why I'm here. So, with that being said, tune in for season 2 Batwoman with an entirely new character called Ryan Wilder. Won't that be something? That's all we got for our shoutouts. Now it's time to dive into our Looking Back episode on Static Shock. And that's coming up right in a bit. So, Static Shock, a show that I haven't seen or that a lot of people really haven't seen since Kids WB. Shit, that was in the year 2000. I can actually remember the time where I would get up extremely early Saturday morning just to ensure that my Saturday morning cartoons, and I'm sure you can identify with this, man, those were great times. You would wake up extremely early in the morning with your bowl of cereal and there was no school, obviously, and you made sure that no one or nothing fucking bothered you. It was a Saturday morning block in Kids WB and they had shows like everything. They had Jackie Chan Adventures. They had Lucha Libre. They had Yu-Gi-Oh. They had fucking Astro Boy. They got Shaolin Showdown. Pokemon, oh my god, the list can go on and on. It was a great fucking feeling. But one of the shows that really stood out more than any of them, and I didn't even think about this as a kid, I'm thinking about it now looking back, Static Shock was probably the only show in a while that actually represented racism and social issues back then. And it was much more relatable, but a lot of people don't really think on it because, let's face it, Static Shock is not really a popular superhero. When you think of DC, you think of the Batmans and the Supermans and Wonder Womans and all the other Justice League characters, but you never really think about Static Shock, or at least not as much, because he was from either the Vertigo comics, or if it's not Vertigo, then it's another other strand of comics, but put it to you this way. Static Shock came out, made his debut in June of 1993. And back then, there were many cases where he was supposed to represent the hero of color. He was supposed to represent one of the first, maybe not the first, but one of the first African-American superheroes that actually represented racism, bullying, and any of the other social problems that young kids would go on on a daily basis of school. 
So if you take Spider-Man and what would make him relatable on the fact that he's a high school teenager, he doesn't have a job, he's always late for, you know, school or whatever, he can never ever catch a break. While Static Shock, on the other hand, basically represented all of the social issues that basically happened to you or maybe not to you per se, but to the people around you. If you were victims of racism or if you were bullied in some aspect, you could definitely relate to this in a variety of ways. Now, to those that have no idea who the hell Static is, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. And I'm trying to remember as best I can because it's been a very long time since I've seen the show. Virgil Hawkins is a high school student where he's basically caught in the middle of a gang dispute and he got doused with some kind of experimental chemical that not only affected him but affected the bullies that affected everybody else around the same exact time. It granted these teens with superpowers. His bully was a gang member and Virgil at that time basically wanted to get revenge against him for putting him basically through hell. So one day, the cops, which is very interesting if you're comparing to what's going on in the outside world right now today. The cops, through a tear gas, not knowing that the chemicals were around the area, everything exploded and it granted everyone superpowers. It led to an event known as the Big Bang because the teens that had these superpowers were now known as Bang Babies. And the chemical affected their metagene. So Virgil has the capability of controlling electricity. And he named himself Static after a very pop song known as Static from 1949 performed by the one and only the late James Brown. So there's a lot of cultural references with this show. From the name to the real life situation that can happen at any moment to pretty much anything that you can relate to. And it's so fitting that this show being two decades later with four seasons, and it started in 2000, it had its own show in 2000, four seasons later, two decades later, it can have a very interesting legacy that pinpoints that racism still exists. There was a particular episode called Sons of the Fathers, and it showed that his best friend Richie, a white, smart, motherfucking dude, had a father who was openly racist. Back then, it was around this time that when kids was watching this show, they didn't really take it as seriously as we do now. Because let's face it, when we're kids watching cartoons, we don't think about shit like that. We just want to be entertained. But adults that watched the show back then, they knew. They knew that this was something that needed to be remembered for a while. Now, as I said earlier, Static was never a popular TV show. But it still had a lasting effect in terms of how things are today. And I guess it was important for me to bring this up on the fact that, A, with the riots and the racism and the Black Lives Matter movement, you standing up for George Floyd and everything else, I knew it was appropriate for me to try to look back on something that affects each and every single one of us. Because it's not just black people that are affected by this. It's any type of minority. Till this day, the show is still pretty good. And you can definitely watch it right now on the DC Universe streaming service. I remember there was also a time where Virgil actually said that he tried to look up to a black superhero. 
I think he was known as the Spider. No, it has nothing to do with Spider-Man, but it was a black Zorro-type figure, and he just called himself the Spider. And Virgil was inspired by this guy because he wanted a black superhero to look up to, to have a role model. I think you can check it up right now on YouTube in terms of what I'm talking about. But you see, it's thoughts like that, and it's moments like that where you have to sit back and you realize, holy shit, this has been going on for God knows how long, and it's still fucking going. And the fact that it had to be represented not only in a comic book, but in a TV, kids TV show, it says a lot as it is. And it took me now to realize that there was a show back then that basically represents everything of what we're going through now. I'm bringing this up because looking back on this show and its strong representation on how racism and social issues are still going, it definitely makes you think. And it makes you wonder in terms of, will this ever end sometime in the future when it should end right fucking now? But, don't take my word for it. Like I said, if you're interested in watching the show, go check up the DC Universe streaming service. Look up Static Shock. You'll definitely see a lot of references. You'll be seeing a lot of characters that are definitely crossovers. Hell, there was one episode where they had Shaq in it. Oh yeah, they actually had Shaquille O'Neal in the episode. The 2000s was a very interesting year. 20 years later, and we're now faced with this. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for supporting me. If you like what you hear and want more content, you know what to do. Go on Spotify or Stitcher and continue to share the podcast. Continue to share. Continue to tell your brothers, your sisters. Continue to tell all your friends, all your comic book nerds and geeks out there. Continue to tell everyone in the world. And let's keep on rolling, let's keep on trucking, let's keep on building this thing into the best that it could be. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you know what to do as well. Hit me up on OTC Volume 2 on Twitter or Instagram. That's OTC Volume completely spelled, the number 2. You know how it is. I don't need to spell it out every single time. Or maybe I do for the new guys, for the new listeners, you know. OTC Volume 2, you are welcome. Now, before we end this night off, let's go into our supervillain quote of the day. And this is from the Joker himself, from the movie The Dark Knight. Introduce a little anarchy, upset the established order, and everything becomes chaos. I'm an agent of chaos. Oh, and you know the thing about chaos? It's fair. And my reaction to that is... Chaos has been roaming around for the past week, and all we can do now is ensure that the people's lives that are being destroyed right now can actually rebuild as best they can and overcome this chaotic nature. How will it be done? We'll see what happens. Tune in next time for Friday night where I'll probably do another Looking Back episode, or maybe I can share a personal story. Or maybe I can do something a little different. And of course, we have a special episode this Saturday night. My good friend Chris Markle from LA will be our first guest of the podcast. If you don't know who Chris Markle is, don't worry about it. Just go on Google right now. Chris Markle, his IMDb page. 
He's an up-and-coming actor. He's already been in a few movies and a couple of shows. He knows what he's doing. Good-looking, fine young man. He and I will be talking, reminiscing, doing some acting stuff, maybe a little bit of comic book stuff. Who knows? It's going to be two buddies talking together, making this podcast very, very fun to listen to. That's all there is to it. As of right now, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.